welcome to the Hillington Hospital's NHS Foundation Trust podcast, a series of conversations with different members of staff to highlight some of the great work they're doing and aiming to give you, our staff, an insight into what's happening across the Trust. Brought to you by the Communications and Engagement Team. Okay, let's get into today's conversation. Today I'm joined by Chloe Jarvis, the Trust Marketing Officer. Chloe takes the lead on the Trust's social media channels, which are a vital digital method for us to get key information out to our patients, staff and our local community. Welcome, Chloe. Hi Lucy, thanks for having me today. No worries. So tell us more about yourself and um, how did you get into communications in the NHS? Uh, so I left university after having studied for three years to become a PE teacher. Um, but I just I didn't end up following that route because I didn't believe in myself enough, if I'm honest. Um, and I just found PE teaching quite restrictive to, you know, the national curriculum and just takes a lot of fun out of PE, what PE is, in my opinion. Um, so therefore, I spent a bit of time at Salisbury Hospital on the temporary staffing bank. Um, I was basically a member of staff because I worked in the same place for almost a year. Um, and I then moved over to the communications team. Um, so I picked up quite a lot, quite quickly, I'd say, and learned on the job. Um, but I also undertook a social media marketing diploma to upskill myself in my spare time. Um, and now I'm nearing the end of my master's in sports business marketing. So it kind of merges all my interests into one, really. And now you manage the corporate social media for the trust. Why should a trust be on social media? Can you tell us the benefits of social media? Yeah, sure. So social media is a really great tool for us as a trust to use to communicate with our local community. Um, so, for example, with the redevelopment, there's lots of building activity happening at the moment. So it's a really good way for us to utilise um, and give timely and relevant updates to keep everyone informed especially if it'll impact, you know, access to the hospital or potential noise for local residents. So since I joined the trust, I've tried to ensure that the trust was more present on social media. Posting used to be quite sporadic and therefore people weren't necessarily engaged with the trust, whereas now we're starting the conversation and building that up so people are more engaged, um, which I think highlights what a key part of the community we are because the people do want to get involved um, with what's happening. Yeah. So, so we manage the accounts carefully to add value to every interaction. And of course, individuals have their own personal social media accounts, which they can discuss, you know, their own areas of expertise and their thoughts and join in on those conversations. Um, obviously, social media does have its, you know, downfalls. Um, yeah, yeah, and we've yeah. all got we've all got experience. Most of us have experience of having a social media account, but should staff be using their own personal social media accounts to talk about work in the hospitals? Yeah, so it's not it's not we don't see it as a bad thing. We encourage staff to use their own social accounts to talk about work going on at the hospitals. Um, we've got so much great stuff going on that we really should be talking about it more and shouting about it because that's sometimes as a trust what we're not good at. Um, social media enables employees to share, you know, questions, ideas, knowledge with a broad group of people they know, fellow professionals, um, pay, potential patients. So there's a huge potential for strengthening the trust social media identity to promote the good stuff at our trust and our services and raise awareness of specific public health campaigns. campaigns. So like it's been particularly helpful during COVID to share the ever-changing 
environment yeah. that we're in. Very quickly moving, wasn't it? Yeah. So, but there are some guidelines that we'd like staff to follow when they do post about our trust on social media. So it's important for them to remember that when they're posting things online or forwarding, retweeting messages, they're still representing the trust just as they would be if they were in work, like physically in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so we need all staff to remember that when we put something online, we have to assume it's in the public domain, which means anyone can see it and have access to it. So it's, even if your account's private, there could be ways people could access that information. Um, so staff should be careful when sharing or retweeting posts, as they could be seen to be endorsing someone else's point of view. But also they should make it clear that that's their views that are their own and not those that the trust hold. Um, also, they should be careful about what they're saying, so not using ethnic slurs, personal insults, obscenity, or engage in any conduct that would not be acceptable in the workplace. Um, and there needs to be a proper consideration for others' privacy and for topics that could be considered objectionable or inflammatory, so such as politics or religion. Um, be clear, yeah. safe. Yeah. <laughs> be safe. <laughs> And if they're online and have identified themselves as a trust employee, they should stick to their own areas of expertise in order to provide worthwhile information and perspectives. Yeah, but get um, out there and talk, talk about your own area of expertise, you know, share, share knowledge and ideas. Yeah, definitely. It's a way, it's a, especially a way for staff to collaborate and with their thoughts and ways to also ways to make the hospital better. And what um, about patient confidentiality on social media? Yeah, so it goes without saying patient confidentiality should always be at the forefront. So no, no member of staff should post any comments or information about any of our patients or colleagues without their consent. And patients should respect others' patient confidentiality and not post a picture inside a hospital where someone else is identifiable, for example. Yeah, of course. So social media can support the work that we do in the trust, allowing staff a forum to enter into discussions about their expertise and to interact with patients and the public. But how can staff become more confident in using social media if they're, they maybe they've dipped their toe in, but they don't quite know how to go for it? So the comms and engagement team, we're, we're there to support you, so get in contact with us if you'd like support, maybe you'd like some training, um, we can provide that, you know, it could just take a 15 minute Teams call just to go through some of the basics that you might just want to feel more confident in. Um, or you can get in touch with us to promote some of our work through, our through the Trust social media accounts, you know, if you've got an important, I don't know, awareness day coming up or a campaign, obviously we can help you with getting those messages out. You can tell us more about the social media platforms that the trust use. Where are we on social media out there from a corporate sense? Into the social world. So we use um, <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and LinkedIn. Obviously, they all serve slightly different purposes, um, to, you know, to the intended audience. So Facebook is what I'd call a community field channel. So our followers can join in on those conversations and engage with us and each other on what's happening in healthcare and across our trust specifically. Instagram's obviously a very visual site relying on imagery and more so now video, which is nice to show different parts of the hospital, 
especially with the redevelopment starting as well, um, but also, you know, highlighting different members of staff and the more human element of that. Um, Twitter is a fast paced channel to share thoughts, ask questions, give updates and post events. So yeah. they're just Twitter's more of a short snapshot. And slightly of, more corporate, would you say? I think, um, yeah, Twitter's a really good channel as well to reach staff and fellow professionals. I think that's probably a more used social media these days in yeah. terms of that. Um, obviously, our YouTube's for us to share video content and LinkedIn's primarily staff focused with an emphasis on recruitment, so targeting those potential members of staff. So we're more than happy to help with staff messaging, offer advice and guidance for their own use of social media and also help create content such as campaigns to promote their service. I just encourage all staff to look at the trust social media policy on DIMS first um, so they know the trust stance on it. Yeah, useful. Uh, so what's the what is the benefit of asking Com? So why why would somebody how would somebody benefit from coming to get help from communications to help with social media? So um, our accounts have lots of followers already. So coming through the comms team to ask for help automatically helps your message reach more people than trying to get it out there on your own. Mm -hmm. um, but not only that, we can help with running campaigns, for example, towards the start of the pandemic, obviously with all the new infection prevention and control guidance. Um, the comms team came up with the Be Smart Stay Apart campaign to encourage everyone within our hospitals to follow the guidance at the time to keep everyone safe. Yeah, um, and that was backed up by physical content, wasn't it? Because I saw the pull-up banners, um, yeah, not so just the, digital, so the campaigns can spread over digital and non-digital, can't they? Yeah, exactly. And it seemed to go down really well. So within the hospital staff were asking for the updated posters all the time, which definitely meant people were noticing that campaign, whether they were getting that from social or a physical poster, for example, in the hospital. Yeah. So you're the, you're the person to go to for social media advice. How can staff get in touch with you? Um, so they can get in touch with me directly if they want, but um, I'd probably suggest emailing the communications team um, and we'll do whatever we can to help because it might filter into other members of the team. We can help in other ways as well. Perfect. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks, Lucy. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Please do join in the conversation about this episode, tag us in social media and uh, send us any other comments and let us know your thoughts and we'll see you next time.